The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of Stories Podcast. from the Sidelines Podcasting. Um, I'm Coach Larry, my co-host, Matt Keo. Matt, I, I, I don't know. The Sabres are just... Sabres are crap. <clears throat> Going to my first Bandits game in a couple of weeks. I'm just... it. <clears throat> the season has been fun. Don't get me wrong. It's been up, down, all over the place. We're out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Um, they have a game tonight. Uh, We're going to lose. Yep. I, I don't, I'm not even sure who the hell they're playing. The Predators. But it's just, they're up, they're down. They, they're started, off, they started off the season pretty good, yep. and they hit that eight-game, ten-game losing, losing streak. As they do. As they do. Yep. At that point, you're like, okay, whatever, another, another season. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yep. Rebounded nicely. Here comes the comeback. Rebounded nicely, like, you know, don't call it a comeback. Been here for years. A little LL Cool J. And then just went down again. Yep. But then came back again. Come to come back and again. Went down again. Came back all the way where they were actually in the playoffs for, I think it was 26 hours. Yep. That they were in the playoffs. We made it. We made it. We're there. We're not there. No. Nope. We're still close to being there. We're tied uh, there. Yeah. We're almost there again. We're not there. Nope. But We've got a lot of games in hand. Yeah. Points percentage-wise, we're there. Yeah. We're not there. Then our goaltenders forgot they have to stop letting goals in. We're not there point percentage-wise. We're not even the first team out. We suck. Then we're back there again. We're within shooting range. Five points again. And then not so much. What are we out now? Eight points? Nine I, points? I don't know, and I don't care. After watching that Boston's Bruins game, that was atrocious. UPL deserves to have that all on him. It's just what what frustrates me by the trading deadline. You have you know you have a scoring team. You know you have a pretty solid defensive team. Your goaltending is a sieve. But how do you not bolster at this point anybody if you get a high school goaltender and put him in there, it would be an improvement to what we got. I mean, anybody. Yeah, but there's no there's no goaltenders that was worth the money to put in. Anybody would have been better. We have some of the our best goaltender is Craig Anderson, who's what 137 years old in in goaltending well, years. Well, we'll see how Devin Levi does. But again. I get it. That's you him you don't want to quote unquote block his future and block his future. Block his future. This kid better be the best, the next Dominic Damn Hashik. I mean, come on. Yeah. You're telling me you couldn't you couldn't get somebody who can give you a year or two or even a season. Devon Devin Levi, he's not going to be ready this year. He's more than likely he's not going to be ready next year. He's probably not going to be ready the next year. Nothing against him. He's probably, unless he's just that damn good, he's probably going to need two years or more in Rochester. Yeah. By that time, again, we're still a very young team, but 
Come on. Suck, That's two more years of Darlene getting closer to getting a big contract. That's two more years where uh, wasting Thompson's age. That's two more years of Skinner getting older. That's two more. I mean, we have the, I get it. We have the third youngest or second youngest roster in the NHL, but come on. Yeah, we suck, bro. You couldn't get a middle of the road. I'm not saying you had to get the next top goaltender, but you couldn't get a middle of the road goaltender. You couldn't go out and swing, hey, we'll give you a first round pick for who was traded at deadline. I think Corpusello was traded at the deadline and so yeah. I mean We got Greenway. <laughs> I thought that was a waste. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing to say to that. Let's add to our forward. <laughs> Let's get more offense. I he mean, doesn't even do anything. He's out. Come on. Jacob Chikrin, he didn't go for all that much. Ottawa didn't give up all that much. And I get it. Every team, who knows, maybe they wanted some of our younger talent. Maybe they wanted Cousins. Maybe they wanted whatever. I have no idea what uh, the Coyotes would have wanted. But we could have sweetened the deal a little bit. It, I just, I'm frustrated, not because they're going to miss the playoffs again, but I feel like they just sucked me back in only to pull the rug out from under me. It, it and again, I, I said it at the beginning of the year, they were going to be about the spot that they were, but I thought they would really be in the playoffs or make that strong push. You know who's in the playoffs? Boston? No. Well, yeah, but... Listen, Boston's going to win. If Las Boston... Vegas? I know. Jack Eichel? Have they officially clinched? I mean, I, I, Almost. They're pretty much there. I think they're still top of their division. Yeah, I know. Top of the division! Um, if Boston doesn't win the Stanley Cup this year, it... <laughs> it will be a waste. It will be a colossal... I will laugh ridiculously hard, but it will be a colossal disaster. I don't care what records, I don't care how many records they've broke, most goals, most uh, quickest to 100 points, quickest to clinch a playoff. If they don't win the Stanley Cup playoffs this year, it's just an epic failure. It's probably as big of a failure as the year that uh, Golden State um, beat uh, didn't they beat Chicago's win record during the regular season? Yeah, and I then so. we're up three zero against Cleveland in the NBA Finals and Screw just you, LeBron lost. I think it goes down as as that type of failure, maybe even worse. I mean, Boston is just running over people. And don't you think it'd be fantastic? Why can't Buffalo find a goaltender like Linus Olmark? Well, Why can't Buffalo have somebody like Linus Olmark? Oh wait, we did, we did. And then and he played the crap for us. He, he didn't play like crap. He was a solid. Yeah, let, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Well, first of all, if we have Linus Olmark on our team right now, we're Boston. With the amount of goal scoring we have on our team, we're, yeah. we're wrecking people. We're definitely in the playoffs. But even if we have Linus Olmark who played like the Linus Olmark we had, we're still in the playoffs. Yeah. He was still... He was still a – he would always fluctuate between high twos and low three goals against average. Yeah. Not like UPL, whose goals against average is, what, 37? I mean, he just – he's down to – he's he, – forget being at 80 or at 90 save percentage. He's down to, I think, 88 
something, maybe even 87, which is horrible. And he's played 40-something games. Yeah. Horrible. I mean, their, their, their goaltending duo is pretty good. Whose goaltending duo? Ours? No, the Bruins. Oh, yeah. With Swayman and um, Swayman and Olmark. They're but both looking really good. At this point, I mean, Olmark is just, he's going to win the Vesna. I, oh, yeah. I, I, he's going to win the Vesna. But I'd be surprised if he didn't. I mean, at this point, he's having a season where, I mean, I know uh, McDavid is going off, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's if in the McDavid. running for the heart. We would have we would have messed him up. Yeah, but you got. Oh, I was gonna say that is interesting. Do you think we would have? Do you think the same thing would have happened? Like he would have been like an Eichel, where he would have gotten out of town. Or, yeah, we would we would have really messed him up. He'd be addicted to pain pills and then <laughs> send him off to Vegas. I, allegedly, um, not allegedly. He was addicted to pain medication. Allegedly, was he though? I, I don't. I don't know if that was a fact. That's why I'm saying allegedly. I don't care. Um, I just... If we have McDavid, obviously we don't have Tuck. We don't have um, Krebs. We don't have the players that we have. Um, the Eichel... The, so getting all those players that we got, would you say the tank worked? Just maybe not the way we thought it would work? Because obviously we don't have Eichel anymore. But do you think... In a roundabout way, the tank still worked. Uh, it did stock us with some young talent. Maybe I don't know. I think I think I you, still feel we got gypped out of that draft, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> another trade. Would you say the O'Reilly trade now? We definitely lucked out on that trade. I, I, but do you think we won that trade? Would you say we won that trade? Yeah. You think so? Even though I know O'Reilly's nothing now, and I know he's not even on St. Louis anymore. He's, he's on, on the he's um, on the Maple, Maple Leafs. Leafs. Yeah. But I think he, he scored against us too. <laughs> but the fact that the fact that St. Louis won a cup with O'Reilly, the fact that O'Reilly was the Stanley Cup MVP, I, Thompson is definitely. Turning into that player, sorry, that's, <laughs> Thompson's definitely turning into that player that we thought or Buffalo hoped even better than we hoped he was going to be. Right, but can I? I still say St. Louis won that trade just for the fact that they got a Stanley Cup and O'Reilly was the Stanley Cup MVP. In the immediate, they won, but in the long run, we won. If we win a Stanley Cup, yes. If we win a Stanley Cup and Dude, Thompson... we have one of the top three goal scorers in the league. But we're missing the playoffs. But realistically, look at the player-for-player player trade we but won. we're missing the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? Who's talking about playoffs? Not the Sabres. I know. We're talking about golf course. And St. Louis won I don't think any of them are Cup. old enough to really appreciate golf yet. But it's... I... Let's put it this way. The trade is definitely a lot closer. Two years ago, it was the worst trade, one of the worst trades in Sabre history, until Thompson really started taking off. Even You can maybe even say that up until this year. Last year, even though he had a solid year, I'd say you can really say up until this year, the Sabres definitely 100% lost the trade. Now, 
I still say they lost the trade, but it's not a blowout. Now it's maybe like they lost it, you know, a, a close. If Buffalo, two years, three years, four years, whatever, wins a cup, um, even if Thompson's not the Stanley Cup um, or the finals MVP, even if he doesn't win a heart, whatever, I think until the Sabres win a cup, you have to say St. Louis wins that trade. And Thompson is a key part of that cup run. You'd have to say that St. Louis wins that trade. I mean, you have to. They they, they pushed all in. It worked out. They hoisted the cup, and he was a huge reason. Yeah, but where are they now? They still have the cup. Yeah, okay. But they're not, like, they don't have the team that could actually, like, make consecutive runs. They still have the cup. Okay. If the Sabres, so you're telling me, if I'll the say Sabres, the same thing for the Bills. I'd rather have a team that can actually sustain the long road versus the one and done. Agreed, but give me the one. Give me the one first. Give me the one first before I think about what they do after. Because I don't want another team like the 90s where they dominate the decade. Arguably the best team, at least out of the AFC, arguably the best team in the NFL in the 90s, or at least in the argument for being the best team in the 90s. And zero, zero Super Bowls. I don't want that again. Give me the one, and then we'll talk about can they repeat? Can they win two out of three? Can they sustain it? Give me the one first. Give me the one first. I, I'm, I'm at that point where I, I just... I don't want to be known as just one of the top two or three or four teams, the top two or four franchises. I don't want to be, oh, we're going to dominate the 20s and win zero Super Bowls. I don't give a damn how many AFC East championships we win. I really don't even give a damn how many AFC championships we win unless they're resulting in a Super Bowl. Because if we go back to another Super Bowl and lose, it's still a failed season. And yes, I'm bitter. And I'm old and I'm cranky and I won a damn Super Bowl. And same thing with the Sabres. Um, I mean, I was around for the, I wasn't, I'm I'm not that old where I was around for the 70s. um, Cup run where they lost to, do you know who they lost to in the Stanley Cup finals in their first Stanley Cup ever? Not the 90s, but in the 70s. The 70s? No. The Philadelphia Flyers, even though the Flyers, now they're in the same division. It was weird back then or different, whatever. It was a different time. Different time. But um, so I wasn't old enough for that. But the Dallas Stars, that was terrible. The year where they got knocked out by the, uh, the Hurricanes, heartbreaking, where they, let's be honest, if they beat Carolina, they they destroy Edmonton, just like Carolina destroyed Edmonton in the finals. Um, I think it was the year after that where they lost to Ottawa in the conference finals or in the playoffs. It it's just I'm tired That's of Craig Anderson. I'm tired of all these runs not that amounting to anything. not amounting to anything. I, I I want just that win. I don't care which one. Give them the both. I don't care. But I just 
I'm tired. I, I want just, I want to, I want a parade. Throw a parade. And I hate parades, but throw a parade. I want a parade. I'd sit, I'd sit outside for that parade. The, 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 the Stanley Cup parade would be nice because it would be in good weather. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like every, every parade um, for the Stan- is, Stan- whether it's Stanley Cup, whether it's um, the, Buffalo, like the, football. the football one, they're all going to be in good weather. Because you figure the Stanley Cup would be late June, early June, late June. Yeah. Um, Dude, the, those, the, the Super Bowl would be in February. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. I'd still do it. It'd be good weather. It'd be good weather. But end of February in Buffalo. Listen, who knows? The way we're going this time, even the Stanley Cup parade in July might not be good weather. Uh, Yeah, you're right. But I don't know. I feel like a hockey parade would be. (laughs) Like, you think about, like, the Bills and the Super Bowl and kind of stuff like that. I feel like that would be um, a lot bigger of a crowd than the Buffalo Sabres and the Stanley Cup. You think the Bills parade? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think both crowds, both... Buffalo Sabres crowd, you'd be able to get, like, front row seats arriving, like, ten minutes before. (laughs) The parade? No. I think both parades, the city would would go crazy. But by far, I mean, you're talking... You're talking... I, I, I don't know, but you're talking it would be... The city would shut down for probably a solid week. After the Bills win the Super Bowl. There'd be looting and riots. Um, unfortunately, you're probably right. <laughs> there would be looting, riots, fires. It would be like Woodstock 99. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm tired of this, oh, we're the top dog. We're the, the just give we, me. A, we aren't the top dog, though. Not anymore. Um, and I'm sorry, the uh, Damian Harris signing doesn't do it for me. The uh, Devontae Hardy Signing. I don't care about any dun, of those. Dun, I want to draft a good wide receiver, but um, they're not going to. No. And, and you know, I'm glad. The only good thing I like, two good things I like, Tremaine Edmonds is gone and Jordan Poirier is back. That's it. I hate Tremaine Edmonds. I, I didn't hate Tremaine Edmonds. I thought he was an inconsistent scrub. He definitely he wasn't a scrub. I, I hate to see anybody who's – I wouldn't say I'm a fan of his. I'm, I wouldn't say I hate him. But I love how everybody who's a fan of Tremaine Edmonds, oh, well, he led the team in tackle for the last four years. He led, Well, duh, he's the middle linebacker. Your yeah, middle linebacker like, better lead your team in tackles yeah. or better be pretty damn high up there. But you look or, at Matt Milano, he also was, like, right up there. Yeah, he's another linebacker. Yeah. But your middle linebacker better be leading the way. Your middle linebacker is, like, your quarterback of the defense. Yeah. Out of the two, I'm glad we kept Matt versus Tremaine. Because I feel like Matt was just more effective with, like, if he hits you, you're actually going down. With Tremaine, it's like, Tremaine just couldn't wrap up. Yeah. Um, The only thing I'm worried about, and I would have been worried about this if Poyer uh, had left and Tremaine Edmonds came back. I'm worried now that they're going to draft a middle linebacker in the first round. No way. And they're going to ignore wide receiver again. Now, I get it if there's a huge run on wide receivers, which there probably will be. Um, Buffalo's drafting, what, 27th? Yeah. So if those wide receivers are all gone, I definitely don't want them to reach for some scrub who would have been there when they pick in the second round, late in the second round. But trade up, 
do something. I still say go wide receiver unless they've got something in the works where they bring in, whether it's uh, um, Hopkins, whether it's uh, Beckham, whether it's somebody. Nope. I would love ODB. No. Or Odell Beckham. No. I would. Why not? Because. Give me give me one reason why. Because he wouldn't fit the team chemistry. He would fit perfectly. No, I'm not talking about the schemes. I'm talking about the actual locker room chemistry. How? We don't need him for a long time. Sign him for a year and then dump him. I don't care. Sign him for three years and then trade him. Yeah, but within a year, you can still do a lot of damage. You've got Von Miller in there who would keep that locker room great. You've got Steph Diggs in there who would keep that locker room. You've got Steph Diggs is a hothead. On the field, maybe. Not in the locker room. He knows... He's somebody. Yeah, are you the towel boy for the Bills? Do you know this stuff? I do. You catching jock straps after each game? Absolutely. I'm. I'm. All right. But he's <laughs> whatever. I I had absolutely no problem with all the crap that he did after the games. After every game, I have absolutely no problem. I want a guy that's pissed off when his team is losing and he's not getting the ball. I want a guy that's pissed off like he was. You've used him all year long. And now you're not even going to look at him when things are going bad. I mean, come on. I want a guy, if I'm not playing well, I want a guy in the team that's going to get in my face and let me know. I don't want a, oh, good job. Good job. Yeah. All right. Good job. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Odell Beckham would not be like, you like, guys, we're not winning. Give me the ball. He'd be like, guys, how am I not? Why am I just not getting the ball? See, but he's not. He, the only time he's ever and been. And then tears ACL again. The only time he's ever. Now, the injury issues are real. I agree. The injury issues are real. But the only time it seems like he's really been a pain in the butt is when his quarterback, the quarterback play has been. Not even the fact that he's not the quarterback wasn't throwing to him, but the quarterback play was just subpar, and you're not going to get that with Allen. I I think, and again, I don't know, but I don't think he'd be pissed off if one game he has five catches for fifty yards and no touchdowns, and Diggs has ten catches for a hundred and ten and two touchdowns, and the Bills win. I don't think he's going to be pissed off. I also think he knows at this point in his career, he's a number two. Look at L.A. when they went. L.A. does not forget win the Super Bowl. They don't even I don't even know if they make the playoffs if they don't trade for Beckham or not trade because uh, Cleveland cut him. If they don't pick up Beckham that year, they were they were doing nothing. Yeah. So he made a huge difference. I, You know who we should pick up as a linebacker? Bobby Wagner? No, a younger guy. Dakota Allen. That's that guy from, he was on, uh, he's what's a, that reality he's, show? He's on the he's on Jacksonville Jack. He was on the Jaguars. He was, on, was he the one that was on that Last Chance U? Oh, yeah, he was. He was. That's why I liked him. He was on their last chance. Yeah, but has he even been a starter? I think so, yeah. Because I, I remember he got, I don't know if he got drafted or he was unsigned. I think it was by Seattle. No, he got drafted by the Rams. Was it the Rams? Maybe it was the Rams. Um, Yeah, because I remember that was the year I had watched. I think his draft year was the year that I binged um, that last chance you. And I think he was on either season two or season three. 
and uh, I kind of like started going through, like checking out certain players, like whatever happened to him. Yeah. And I saw that he got drafted. But um, he'd be a nice addition. I don't think he could be a starter, though. Mm-hmm. But I mean, next to Bobby, what next to um Bobby Wagner? Next to um Tremaine Edmonds? Tremaine Ed- no, next or to Matt, Matt Milano. Milano. You know. Well, I think yeah, but I think what's the different? What would be the difference between uh, Dakota Allen and uh, Terrell Bernard? Are they? Are you talking basically the same? The same hope there. Like yeah. the same hope that one of them are gonna. I mean, Dakota Allen's got obviously a little more experience. With Bernard only being his second year, right. going into his second year, but are you just basically looking like, all right, we hope one of these young guys catch it, hit the bottle, you know, hit it? Basically, um, I don't know. Bring him in for camp if he's available. Bring him in, oh, absolutely, yeah, def- definitely. But definitely bring him in. But speaking, of, you know, remember that guy, the coach of whatever last chance you was the. Uh, I think the one year he came in, like he was, he came in from Compton or something. Well, no, no. Which, the, one, are, which one are you talking about? Um, the East Mississippi one. That was seasons one and two. Yeah, I forgot what his name is. It was like Buddy something. Yeah, I looked up his record. He's one hundred and fifteen, sixteen. Is he still at that same school? Yeah. See, but at some point. He's won don't, seven bowl games. At some point, though, don't you want to, like, move up? Like, don't you want to—I mean, he was at JUCO. Don't you want to even go to D3, D2, D1, the pro? Like, don't you want to—at some point—and I, I, don't get me wrong. No, You've got to be— He makes over between 3 and $8 million a year. At a junior college? Yeah. If you're the number one junior college in the world, in the nation— and you've won national championships, and you have a record like that. This guy's pulling in millions of dollars. Yeah, but those—they're not pulling. Like, even looking at some of those games, the stadiums that they play in, they're not bring. It's not like they're playing in Buckeye Stadium. No, but their stadium is actually pretty nice. It is, but it can't hold more than like five, ten thousand. So you're not bringing in like revenues of you. You. This is this is from 2021. That's got to be a lot of leftover Netflix money or something. I don't think you got paid from Netflix. You, think you, you had to have. Actually, if you're on TV, you have yeah, to get paid. Yeah, you have to get paid. I'm sure either that or you got endorsement deals or something. But, oh, wow. That, but still, at some point, don't you, just your pride, don't you want to just, hey, I've obviously dominated Here. the junior college level. There's nothing else. There's nowhere else I can go. I mean, I'm sure he could find a D1 school that would take a gamble on him, whether it's a high D1 or a mid-D1, mid-major something. Like Mississippi State. I mean, there's got to be something. At some point, don't you want to just challenge yourself? Well, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Like, if he, he – well, that's the thing, I guess, like, with, like, the coaching is, like, you build a culture and stuff. Like, you built this this vicinity – or facility, why leave it? True, but... Like, you built it. You know exactly how it runs. It's going to the way you want. Why go somewhere new and rebuild it? Plus, you're getting paid over a million dollars, so it's not like... Oh, yeah. But I'm being... 
But that's just it. I think he'd get, especially in college football nowadays, I think he could find a school money-wise to match what he's making. Doesn't what is doesn't like Nick Saban make like a stupid amount of money? I think he's at he's over the ten million mark a year. I think I'm checking. Right he's now. like ten, twelve, ten, eleven. Speaking speaking of of television, you ready for this? Is this the big news you were talking about? Eleven point seven million dollars for annual Nick Saban? salary. Yeah, give me one year of that, and I'll retire. <laughs> he's seventy one years old, and he's still doing it. That's the one thing, though. Now, that is the one thing with coaches. You, If you're successful, it is, it's hard for a player to give it up. Like, But if you're a coach, you just, whether you're with the same team or not, you just, like, somebody literally has to kick you out. Kick you the hell out. Well, because, like, they will just keep doing their thing. And, and, and the older you get, the less willing you are to, like, advance with the times and then clearly your thing won't work anymore and then they'll have to kick you out it's the same like like um what jerry jones did with uh landry yeah at the cowboys yeah you know like at some point it doesn't work anymore and the coach will say it does and you're gonna kick them out and then you bring in your old buddy that you played college football with and win two super bowls in a row yeah, would have been nice if they uh, hired Jerry maybe a few years later. That way Buffalo could have like just won one of those damn Super Bowls. Jerry Jones, he looks like the emperor. I think he is. How old is Jerry Jones? I think he is. But, all right, before you talk about TV, I'm bringing, I can't, I, Ted Lasso is back. Is it? Ted Lasso is back. Episode one was last week of season three. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to give, you know, this hap- Just I, I just love it. Like Great TV show. I'm, I'm pissed off that it took, like, like, I think it was on pace where it should have been out last summer. So it was, like, just kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. But it's finally here, and it's just good. And speaking of Emperor Palpatine, and again, I don't want to give anything away, but it to me it seemed like there were a lot of star war vibes coming from the whole episode have you watched ted lasso like have you watched season 1 2 mm-hmm. so so you know the whole deal then with nate going to um the west ham club he's their head coach now yada yada check out season 3 episode 1 but it just there to me there was clearly like they were setting up You were my brother Anakin. <laughs> almost. I mean there was it was almost like West Ham is like the evil empire. Yeah. And when they were showing pictures when they were showing like um Rupert, the owner, um, yeah. like it he looks like Emperor Palpatine. Like it's almost like Nate is kind of like Anakin being turned it was to the dark side. To the Sith, not join them. It it just it was a great episode. I just, I can't, tomorrow, every, it comes out now every Wednesdays. So right. tomorrow, in fact, this is how much, this is how much my wife and I love this. We weren't sure on the, on the Apple, like when, we know that it comes out on Wednesday, but what time they came out. Yeah. So we thought, well, maybe it comes out at midnight. Why don't we stay up at midnight tonight and just and preview it. at midnight? 
we were actually considering that until we realized that it comes out at 3 a.m. Uh, and there's no – first of all, it'd be rough to uh, – for us old people to stay up till midnight to watch it. 3 a.m. is uh, – no. 3 a.m. is not happening, That's my guy. That's not happening. No. Um, but it's uh, – let's let's – I'd probably have to start sleeping now if I wanted to get up at 3 a.m. But – it's just good. I just love it. I I love the show. I can't wait till I think there's ten seasons or ten episodes. No, I don't. <laughs> ten, seasons. ten seasons. I wish there were ten seasons. Bring it on. Um, it, I think there's going to be at least ten episodes because it seemed like season one was ten, or season one was eleven, season two was twelve, something like that. Yeah. I just, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait. <clears throat> That's the only thing that pisses me off about Apple is um, you've got to wait each week a new episode comes out where when a new season comes out in Netflix, you can binge the hell out of it right away. Oh, yeah. Like Cobra Kai. I always, when Cobra Kai comes out on Netflix, I'm like, okay, I'm only going to watch one or two one seasons episode. today. Next thing you know, it's it's done in a weekend. Yeah. If, if, if that. That's fair. That's fair. So, but hey, Apple does it great because that means you can't just, and I'm sure people you would do it. You can't waste an evening. Well, I'm sure people, too, would just sign up for a month, binge it, and then get rid of it. Get rid of it. That's so. fair. I'm a big um, anime guy, and you want to talk about stuff like release dates and stuff. Um, there's this anime. My favorite one is called Attack on Titan, and they released season one and two, and then they started releasing three, like started like a year and a half ago and then they released they release seasons in parts okay so like part one season three they released are like all right great so we watched it up to a certain episode and then you had to wait six months for season three part two okay and then we're like oh like this is great and all this stuff and they're like and then the final chapter this is what they're calling it a final chapter session one that was an hour long. They released a year later, and it's an hour long. And then I have to wait for an undisclosed amount of time for the next one. Oof, that's too much time. I know, and it's like, but I love it because, like, it just. But like, I hate because like so much time passes that you have to watch the episodes before to remember what happened. That's probably why they do it, or one of the reasons. That's what that's what kind of pissed me off about this season of Ted Lasso. Like even the beginning part of the season or part of the episode, I'm like this I was like why the hell do, it's it's just too damn long in between. You're talking almost 2 years now, yada yada. I'm just but then afterwards you're like, man, it's just it's too good like all the the petty complaints just went out the window. That's fair. Then I'm hooked back in. Um <sighs> oh, and I forgot we're coming in in hot Easter's coming up. Dude, do you know no, you're you're not a you're not a peeps guy. I've only had peeps once. Are you serious? Yeah. Listen, I didn't even really want to buy these. Um, in fact, I did not know that these are gluten free and fat free. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But dude, I I love peeps. Not so much anymore. As a kid, this symbolized Easter for me. Are you like a Cadbury cream egg person? No. I'm really not. I'm not either. I think I'm really gross. not. I I don't hate them. 
I'll eat them. But, uh, dude, you want one? I guess. Take one. <laughs> yeah, you know it's not good. Like you know, <laughs> they're still good. Oh my gosh, look at that! Oh, it's just spongy, sugary goodness. Where'd you get these? Um, before I came over here, the Broadway Market, <laughs> the they gas like, station. They were like a dollar or something. I think a dollar nine. They're do you, just. Do you remember the chubby bunny things? Yeah, that's basically Peeps, but just in rabbit form. Those are the pink ones. No, it's a challenge. The what? You get a bunch of peeps, and like you get one full peep, and you put it in your mouth, and you have to say "chubby bunny," and then oh, you get another no. one, and you put it in your mouth. Like you're not supposed to chew it and eat it. You're trying to see how many peeps. How many you can, you can stuff in your mouth and say "chubby bunny"? No. Yeah. Listen, we got two more. You can do that. You <laughs> what? Like I got one. In my, I got one in my mouth right now, and you can like it's chubby bunny, but then you put more and more. No. Gonna have diarrhea later. No, it's that symbolizes Easter for me. The peeps, we're coming in hot with peeps as we're like thirty six minutes into the episode. No, so um, I'm in the process of getting uh, interviewed to be on Survivor for next season. Are you really? Yeah. Get out of here. No. So uh, you know how you can like put in like an application online. Is it still where you have to, like, send in a videotape? Well, back in the day, it was, like, send in a VHS tape or a videotape so, or whatever. So right now, like, you first go online and, like, you just fill out, like, a very simple application. You send it out. And they're like, if if you make the cut, we'll, we'll, we'll contact you. Well, I got a text message in an email yesterday where I had to do an automated interview to answer more questions. Now, was it one where they actually, like, were on the other end live or did you – they just like set up like here, answer this question, answer yeah, this question, answer that. So, answer this so question. after that, and then I had to send in some some like photos of like what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> and then tomorrow they're gonna be calling me to see if I make the cut or not. I could see you sending in like some picture <laughs> of like you in like a banana hammock like on the couch like. <laughs> Black Sig, like, yeah. In the shorts on <laughs> the Thursday. My macho man. I was going to say, your macho man's like, oh, yeah, brother, you need me on the Survivor. But the best part was, <laughs> the best part was that, like, if, if, first thing, I'm not going to win it. I mean, I would like to win it, but if I got selected and stuff, if you make it to the judges stage, like where you go on, like, the final judge, you make $10,000, all right? Wait, you make money even if you don't? Make it on the episode? No, no. Like, if you make it on the episode, right? Like, yeah. if you're on TV, legally, you have to get paid something. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I have never seen a Survivor episode. Okay. So, like, it goes, like, you all get there. You split into tribes and stuff. So, as soon as you're on TV, legally, you have to be paid something. Yes. But, um... But there's, get... there's judges in Survivor, though? No. So, like, as it comes down to, like, I think it's, like, the final ten or whatever, then the people who get voted off at that final 10 will be put on like a judges panel for like the final between the last two, because at the end, since there's only two people left, the people voted off will vote for who they think should win the game. Okay. So you get to the final 10, but like before then, if you get voted, you just go home. So the, but the final 10 is the only one that's on the air, right? No, everybody's on the air. How many how many contestants are like actually on the air? Like, like 20, episode one, like twenty something. 
So what, like ten guys, ten girls, or just it whatever ranges, random? Yeah, I I don't know how they necessarily do. But do they like, still have like a girl winner and a guy winner. No, it's one person. Oh, it's just one person. Just okay. one person. Didn't so it used to be a guy girl guy girl winner. Not really. Okay, that's I've never. I mean, um, I know the Survivor shows, but I've never seen one. But um, so yeah, everybody's on TV as soon as like the episode starts. But if if you make it to the final ten, and then you get voted off, like say I make it to the final ten, then I get voted off. I don't go home. You I, stay on the island. I or well, stay wherever it is. They they take you to like a a different area with you know like, like hotels, yeah, food, yeah, yeah. all that. So stuff. So you stay there until the final episode, which is live, because you go to New York City or you go somewhere, and instead of the two people who are still there voting each other off, because yeah. that wouldn't make sense. Then the ten, the ten vote for whoever they think should win. Now those other people who are voting make ten grand. From what I from what I have read, make ten grand for making it that far. Okay. The prize is a million. What do you get for just like making it episode one? I don't know, but you know, at that point, I don't. It, who, who you can just say, oh, I was on TV. Yeah, that'd be cool. But um, they do like those confessionals, right? Like where like you, yeah. I've been talking to some people, and they're like, dude, you like are like the person. Because everybody says I'm a very social person, and I do well with the social part of it. But I think it would be fun to be it, – because it shows you like interacting like on the island and then it clips to like you doing like a, like a confessional. It'd be like, oh, yeah, like these people are great. And I sit there and be like, I hate everybody. It smells bad over here. <laughs> but like I wouldn't take it seriously. I would just have fun with it. Um, Listen, you better plug the podcast like a. <laughs> it better say Matt Keo stories from the sidelines. Stories from the sidelines. Uh, or I like if it's like a beach. I was thinking about it. If it's like a beach, I want to be like sitting there, and then be like, I don't like sand. It's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere. And I'd be like, I like George Lucas. And then not not be serious. So you'd be like the crazy all. wild card. I, not even crazy wild card. I'd be like the. Yeah. But see now, that's one thing I've always, and if you get on there, you can let us know. But I, I, I know they do the quote unquote voting out or whatever. Yeah. But you can't tell me that some that that it's that voting fixed. Is, is fixed. Yeah. Like if they see somebody right off the bat or even during the thing, all right, these are going to be our ten finalists. These are the best personality. These people, okay, you can vote him off first day. Yeah. You can vote her off second day. They've got terrible personalities. Dude, if that's but, the case. There will be people out there that I know for a fact will hate me, and I will know there's people out there who will love me. And those two alone, if it's actually fixed, can keep me in there for a while. Because, like, people will tune in to see if I get my, like, get voted off versus another. But um, the one thing my mom says, she always said this to me all, all the time. She was like, Matt, if you go on Survivor, you can kiss your professional career goodbye because people will see your true colors. <laughs> On live TV. But see, I think, though, if you do it smartly, and this is what, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's nothing new. People do, like, they brand, like, after they come off these shows, whether they win, lose, whether they're on just one or two episodes, they, like, they have a whole brand of just themselves. Oh, yeah. And I figure if you do it smartly, you'll have a school district out there, hey, dude, let's interview, let's hire the, the survivor guy. You know, we can capitalize on his... 15 minutes of fame or whatever. You're that guy that kept flicking that chick. <laughs> Why were you doing that? I got bored one day. <laughs> Don't you know there's cameras around? 
Yeah. Like, we're on an island. It's hot. There's nothing to do. What do you expect me to do? We're on an island where people have already live. This isn't Survivor. This is not, this is a game here. This, this is, is like backyard camping. This is, I should like look at the camera and be like, you know, our country is treating surviving like a game. <laughs> just go on, <laughs> just go on the interview. Matt, why are you eating them? Where did you get that muffin from in the wild out here on Dude, it's on the table right there behind us. I mean, you don't want to know, man. <laughs> don't want to know. People smell. People stank over here. You know, we haven't had a shower in like 10 days. You know what we're eating, right? We're eating rice and bugs. We're all backed up. So what's so okay, you have the you did your your interview questions or whatever. So what's the next round? If tomorrow you'll know if you get moved on to the next phase. Yep. And what is that next phase? Like an in-person interview? Uh well, so Right now, it sounds super sketchy. They're like they're processing my pictures. I was gonna say, first of all, do you know this is actually Survivor? Like you're like this is not well, a it's, scam. No, right? it, it's it's the TV. It's the TV company. Yeah, that uh, holds Fox or whatever. Uh, uh, something with a B. They they like do all of them. Like Bernie well, Fox, and- CBS, and NBC. I like those. Yeah, those, those three. Um. But I think the company that actually runs Survivor, isn't it like something? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, you know, it's like, <laughs> so they're they're going to see if I can make the cut. And if I do make the cut, they're going to call me and tell me, yeah, you did. Here's the next things you got to do. If I don't, they're going to call me and say, yeah, you didn't. This is why. Oh, you're getting a call either way then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's funny, I'm subbing tomorrow at Eden, and I'm going to tell the students, I'm like, if I have a phone call, I'm picking it up. <laughs> if, yeah, but like, guys, they might be recording this, so if I give you this signal, everybody cheer. If I give you this signal, well, just shut the f- up. <laughs> it, it, depending on how you respond on this phone call, I'm either going to Survivor or Dateline NBC. Yeah. <laughs> if you mess this up for me. I'm either going to be meeting the guy from Survivor or Chris Hansen. <laughs> One of those two people will be meeting me in my future. <laughs> uh. And it's like, so, but I think it's, I thought it was weird because I was just sitting there watching an episode of Survivor and like the, like after, like during one of the commercial breaks, they're like, oh, um, hey, you should like try to apply to be on Survivor. And my stepmom was like, yeah, you should. And I was like, okay, <laughs> not expecting to get contacted and then I would I always thought I always wanted to when I was a kid this is how old I was that's when um like real world and road uh what is it road rules road trip road road oh, rules yeah, yeah like those chat like that's when those back in the day when MTV would have play actually music but those were the shows that were coming out I always wanted to I never applied never whatever but um, one show my wife, for whatever reason, wants me to try out for always. We used to watch that Ninja Warrior, that American Ninja oh, yeah. Warrior. She's like, you should try out. You could do that. I'm like, I think she just wants to see me like fall in the water or like get smacked with something. You mean Wipeout? Not that, but that one I do want to try out for. No, the Ninja Warrior. I'd watch that. I'd watch you get punched in the face. I would see. I would love to try out for for Wipeout. I think that would be hilarious. And there's Larry. He's the only one who seemed to be laughing. Oh, <laughs> he gets hit by the big ball. 
<laughs> yeah, like I would do that too. I mean, see, I don't know. It would be it would be definitely interesting. But Listen, like, if you don't get Survivor, I'll make a deal with you. If you don't get on Survivor, we're both sending in uh, a something to wipe a, out, a video, something, whatever to wipe out. Deal. What does a video to wipe out consist of? Like, this is hi, my name is Matt. This is the amount of punishment I can take, and then we just start <laughs> kicking each other and throwing stuff. We'll just bring in some of those, like the the original red playground dodgeballs. Yeah, just whip it at each other. It's like those like weird self harm videos on YouTube, and then we look at it as like <laughs> we can send this to both Wipeout and Jack. <laughs> I was gonna say, to I'm Larry Monahan, and this is dodgeball punishment. You know, that's how we had to do it for the Buffalo Bills when we sang the national anthem for them. We had to not wait, what? Not beat each other up, but um what? You sang the national anthem at, at what at a Bills like game? A Bills game, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like what? Clarence High School? Um uh the men's choir that I had. We we that we owned. We took it upon ourselves to um audition. Oh, that's cool. Did you and you actually got it? So, what we had to do, we had to videotape ourselves singing. And then we sent it to them, and then they contacted us, and then we had to go to the stadium and audition at the stadium, and then they told us yes or no. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so Like, full of surprises today. Yeah. I mean, so, like, I have accomplished something of that nature before, um, but, you know, it's it's a little nerve-wracking. Part of me is, like, nervous. Oh, hells yeah. Like, but... Well, at this for Survivor, I mean, I could see, I could see the uh, you know singing in front of the Bills like nervous as hell for that Survivor thing. I yeah, I could just it's all gravy, it's all fun, it's all whatever. If I get it, I get it. That's awesome. If I don't, oh well, oh well. I could at least tell people, hey, I made it to the uh, second round, whatever it is, I mean, quarterfinals. Yeah, exactly. I made it to the playoffs of Survivor. And then I can watch the next season, like, this folded arms, like, yeah. Like, dude, that's, are you kidding? I lost to that guy. <laughs> that girl's nothing. <laughs> that guy can't even swim. Come on. No. I, I would have given way more drama back then. My, my, my stepmom jokingly, she was like, we'd hold, like, watching parties and, like, everything. And it's like... I think Larry just went off the air. Did, did you? Did what did you do? Hello. There, ah, there go. we go. I don't know what I did there. I guess you I got voted. I got voted off the podcast yeah. for a while. Um, do they? Don't you have to sign like some kind? If you get picked on the show, don't you have to sign some kind of thing saying you won't discuss the episodes or anything until you like it's deemed that you're kicked off. What do you like mean? you like you can't oh like, oh like because they, they're not live right no no that's so they what I mean. record so they're, they're recorded I think like during the summertime and yeah. then they usually come out what fall yeah um so you wouldn't be able you wouldn't be able to uh, you'd have to sign something I'm sure when you come back after your recording of like hey dude you can't go telling uh, yeah I finished third or just watch. I, I finished second or, Prob- or fourth or whatever well, probably but also it's like oh I got voted off. I left on a Friday, and I'm back on a Tuesday. It's like, like it's supposed to take place over like 30 days. So realistically, I think people could put the math together. Well, that's why I would assume once you get on the TV, they've got to quarantine you somewhere. Like maybe they don't keep you on the island, but maybe they put you in like a cheaper hotel somewhere. 
Like they, they, a bungalow down the river. <laughs> they just, instead of keeping you on Hawaii or Fiji or wherever they film it, like, dude, you, we're not putting you up in Hawaii for 30 days. You're going to, like, Cleveland. You're going to the Ramada Inn at Cleveland. Could you imagine? <laughs> You're going to the La Quinta Inn down the street. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, the one time I do Survivor is, like, instead of doing the typical tropical thing, we're going to do the tundras yeah. of Siberia. <laughs> Survivor Russia. And then I'd be like, yes, I'm from Buffalo. <laughs> like, I'm like the only dude out there, like, rocking, like, no shirt shorts. Like, yeah. And every, oh, no, the best, like, I would ask people to, like, DVR the things so I could watch people's, like, what they say about me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If I was ever on a show like that, oh my god, I would I wouldn't even care about the actual footage. I would just fast forward to every like Larry. I can't believe this guy like just like you mother and I'd be calling I'd be calling people up like, dude, I heard what you said. Did they tell did you see? No. No. No, I was not playing with my own feces. The camera just looked like that. I don't care what she said. She's on the other team. Now, me, I'd have to wear my fedora. I feel like, though, if you're on that show, you've got to have a gimmick. What would your gimmick be? You've got to have, whether it's whether it's like a facial gimmick or a catchphrase or like something outrageous, like doing a backflip after every event. Whatever. I feel like if you want to stick, you've got to have a marketable gimmick. What would my Mine gimmick would be the be? fedora. Mine right. would be the fedora. Your would be with the fedora. You got come on, Matt. This could be an interview question. Come on. This could be this could be make or break time. You gotta have a gimmick. Hey man, I'm adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to being thrown to the curb. <laughs> you could you could work that angle. You could work the the I was I was in foster care my whole life. Just I, like look at the camera one day and be like, <laughs> my mom's dead. So that's cool. Play the sympathy angle. Yeah. That, my cat died. Everybody I know dies. Then it'll come out. Just work the angle like where you're. It'll come out like after the episodes. Matt Keel really grew up in Clarence, New York, in a yeah. wealthy suburb. Yeah. I'm from the streets. Matt Keel claimed to be a thug from the streets with no future until Survivor. Matt, his true story. He's really a rich kid from Clarence. <laughs> Who worked at a rich summer camp. I'm Chris Hansen. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Exposed. (laughs) From one reality TV show to another, he's finally looking for fame, but all in the wrong places. (laughs) This is the E! True Hollywood story. (laughs) Tonight on the first 48. (laughs) VH1, behind the scenes. First they couldn't find his parents, now we can't find him. (laughs) Matt, Matt, what do you think of the new allegations that you're really a fraud? No comment. No comment. I I come back from Survivor and people are like, dude, I didn't know all this stuff about you. It's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking. Well, like, the thing was, like, I can imagine, like, people going up and, like, doing the confessional and being like... Like, ah, dude, like, this guy's weird. Like, all this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I know what my gimmick would actually be, though. I would be, like, that extremely, like, high-energy person. 
like the uber competitive guy or just like the, the uber, happy the like uber the happy com- go lucky guy both dude i laugh like i'd be sitting there just eating people miserable i'd think of something funny in my head and start laughing see i could see you being like the high energy the buddy buddy with everybody guy yeah. or whatever but then when the when because don't they do challenges yeah. or stuff yeah when the challenges come like you'd be the cutthroat guy like you'd be the guy that like you'd be like the bill belichick yeah. during those like of like you'd be the one like if you had to balance on something like you'd kick somebody's thing or whatever or you'd like like dude nobody said in the way you can't splash them or something right. like you you'd bend the rules or... i would definitely do that and then like at the at the voting ceremony like they like each like l- like they can like look at the camera certain people look at the camera and say something yeah i'd be like <sighs> like just make like weird facial expressions yeah give the jordan like, the jordan shrug when you cook the rice it tasted bad <laughs> like <laughs> just do something weird every t- but change it every time so like i would be like and then like with like the the, the confessionals like one time be like facing the wrong way <laughs> and then like talking <laughs> yeah, i mean don't people like sometimes like they'll show like i would not take where, it seriously where people like go through like legit hard times or am i thinking of like that naked and afraid series or whatever? i mean both but where they like go through like big time hardships and this and that, yeah. and, like people are losing weight. Yeah, I feel like I'd go on Survivor and I'd be the only person on Survivor to actually like gain weight. <laughs> I'm just here for that sweet six pack. <laughs> <laughs> but like Larry, the average Survivor contestant loses anywhere from five to ten pounds. You've managed to gain fifteen. Yeah. Well. well you know the dessert table that the crew was carrying around. Man's gotta eat. <laughs> What are you eating, though? We only give you certain rations of food. Man's got to eat. There's a McDonald's right down the road. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely not uh, off the highway. <laughs> this is a heavily wooded area in the tropical rainforest. As the Uber Eats guy comes, like, during my shot, like, Big Mac. Dude, that's me. Give me, give me, give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. That's my, that's my immunity idol right there. <laughs> What what makes it the immunity idol? <sighs> McDonald's gas clears out the hut afterwards. <laughs> I would definitely be like I'd be the guy. First of all, I would like I'd be I'd be the one uh, doing all the uh, what do you call it? Trying to find like the allies or yeah. the alliances. You'd be, like, doing like strategy. And I'd stuff. be doing strategy, but then I'd also be like I'd be crop dusting the hell out of everybody. <laughs> Like I would pers- I would purposely go by and just oh you're getting ready for your confessional hold on uh, oh dude good luck and just like go by <laughs> to catch that little Ooh. no like right in the area where you know they're doing the yep. confessionals just take a dump and bury it <laughs> that's genius <laughs> you're on camera because it just shows you like stand up you'll be like the look at the cameras like <laughs> the next guy just. Pop squat. <laughs> Kill two birds with one stone. Like a cat or whatever. <laughs> Cover it up in the kitty litter. <laughs> and, then, and then come back and be like, did they respond to it? What did they say? Get it. I feel like I'd be the guy, too. I would, I would like, get in tight with the camera crew yeah. and the sound, like, just the behind-the-scenes people. Oh, yeah. 
but be like, yeah, man, I see you every day. How do you charge this stuff? <laughs> Where'd you get the equipment? Do you have batteries here? Is this stuff solar power? I feel like that's how you'd have to get. But like, dude, just you know, come on, I'm I'm gonna be here for a little bit. Get a few shots of me, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like you gotta do that sh- stuff to make a career out of it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, dude, dude, check out them. They do yoga on the beach every morning. Just take a shot. And I'd be, I'd totally try to be that guy, like, afterwards. Like, and now, appearing at the local Summit Park Mall, Larry Monahan, Survivor, finalist, number 37. Y'all remember that episode? I took a dump next to the confessional thing. <laughs> Have, like, your own t-shirts. <laughs> or you'd be the guy that, like, just... I remember one year because I used to watch not Survivor, but I would watch those those road rules yeah. challenges or whatever. I remember one year they literally uh, had people going home like the same day, like they didn't even get to spend a night there. Like the first day, they the first basically within the first like five minutes of the show, they had a challenge. One person would lose, and then they're out. Yeah, that would suck. If yeah. you were that person, if you got on there and you're literally on and they're like the most camera time you got is of you being shown walking off the yeah. beach. I'd be like, some of them, really? <sighs> I wasted all this damn time. I told my job I was going to be off for a month. And now I, like I could have gone been done in a weekend. Yeah. It's like, man, I really don't hope they don't watch this TV show because I'm going to continue that month off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lie. So I've been a lot longer. Well, like, and the other thing, too, is, like, at the end, like, you have to bring up, like, your torch, and they'll be like, they're like, so-and-so, your tribe is spoken. And it's supposed to be, like, a really serious thing, but knowing me, I'd just be like. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my tribe is spoken? My tribe is spoken. They really spoken? Oh, I left, I left them all a present somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till they get back to their huts. They really gonna be speaking then. <laughs> They're going to wish they voted me off a while ago. That stuff been brewing for three days. They didn't vote me off the island. I voted myself <laughs> off the island. Talking about the island. Shoot, it's my island by this point. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the thing was, it's like, you know, sometimes, like, ooh, like, there can be, like, a love interest between, like, dudes and girls. I'd be like, nah, nah, no, no, thank you. And then I'd go look at the cameras, like, I'm loyal. <laughs> <laughs> I I would definitely now see. I feel like going on reality shows like that, or what are the is Survivor a reality TV show or is it a game show? What would you it's, classify? It's classified it as? as a reality TV show, so it's not a game show, not anymore. All right, it started off as so a- it's pretty much real. Like I feel like a reality TV show like Survivor. There's a difference between going on that show as a single guy. Yeah. Or going on that show is like, whether you're in a uh, uh, monogamous relationship, like serious relationship, or married. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can't play it the same Single way. dudes acting like it's spring break. You act like it's spring break. You try to hook up with every chick. Not yeah. only that, but you also use the flirting angle yeah. to your, like, advantage. Taking dudes, you're using the flirting angle, but you're also appreciating the time alone. <laughs> like, you said what? Sir, the winner gets a mil? Yeah. I feel like I could, even as a married guy, the only way my wife would be cool if I use the quote-unquote flirting angle, not doing anything, not hooking up with the flirting angle, is if I won the whole damn thing. If not, 
I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do. If you make it to the final three, then you just be like, you're kind of hot. Larry, what, where is this coming from? I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like because you eventually have to watch it with your wife. I feel like if I watch it with my wife and I get like the million or whatever and she looks at me like, why are you making eyes? I'm like, hun, we, we won, remember? I won. Okay. But if I'm like flirting and I finish in like 18th place out of 20th, She'll just look and be like, your dumb bleep strategy didn't work. Right. You're sleeping on the couch for your like a flirting month. flirting sucks. <laughs> no, see, what's best part, best part, you get home. The show starts airing. You're watching it with a bunch of people. Everybody's super excited to see you and see you participate. You could be that crotchety person sitting there, like, having PTSD and act. Be like, it's not, it's not how it's portrayed. We've had to go through a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, this isn't entertainment. You think this is fun? Like, Larry, didn't you lose on the first episode? Yeah, but that was a long first episode. That was an eight-hour shoot. I got, I got scars. Those are scars you gave yourself on the boat ride back. <laughs> yeah, weren't those scars? Didn't you tell us you got that scar by falling down when you got drunk the first night on the boat? <laughs> but yeah, well, shut up. <laughs> you don't know what I had to go through. You don't know. You don't know. See, that's another thing. I feel like if I was in, if, like, if we had watch parties or whatever... And if if we got to whatever episode I, I where I knew I was getting voted off, I'd be that crotchety guy in the corner, and I would spoil it for everybody. Like, just shut up, all right? I get eliminated. Just shut up. Leave me alone. Oh my gosh, there's Matt. There's Matt. <clears throat> you won't see me next week. <laughs> <laughs> just be like really nonchalant. Be like, yeah, like yeah, I lost. <laughs> or I just totally go like, yeah, shut up. I lost. Jim wins. Deal with it. Ha ha. Well, no, you won't know the winner. Really? That's the thing. They they tape up to the final two. Oh, so the final two are live? Yeah. Oh, see, I did not know that. Yeah. So wait. So what? The final two go back? Oh no, you said the final two like are in New York City or something. Yeah, you all like get so they bring everybody together for like a reunion. Yeah. And they vote on that reunion. Yeah. Dude, tell me how bad that would suck if like. Okay, so they wait all that. That's what I mean. You tape like thirty days in advance, or for a month, or whatever. And then let's say it's another two months, or what's a full season? About three months, two months, like of them showing it. Yeah, because like it's every week. Yeah, and there's what like ten episodes, maybe. Yeah. So you're talking. You got to wait like three months, and you know you're one of the final two, and you're like, oh man. In my mind, I'd already be like, I'd be spending the money. One day, and then the next day, be like, oh, I'm such a loser. Like, I know they're going to kick me off. That this, this sucks. I'm, like, so close to a million. And then the next day, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait because if I get this, then I'm going to get this. Then I'm going to – dude, that would be, like, oh, my God. Well, like, you'd like one day you walk into work, you go to boss, be like, hey, I might be back. And you walk back the next day, be like, hey, I might not be going anywhere. Oh, I'm telling you, that would be – that would be hell. I'd be now again. Maybe they have rules where you can't contact anybody from the cast during that time. Yeah. But if you could contact, I'd be contacting people and kissing their butt. The into, but like, dude, you, like, listen, I will give you five grand if you vote for me. Yeah. Like, I'd be making backdoor deals all over the place. Hey, you want a back rub? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm telling you, if you don't get on Survivor. 
we're putting in a tape or, or the process or whatever for Wipeout. Okay. All right. If I plugged the podcast, though, I'd be voted off really fast, to be honest. Really? Oh, yeah. You think they'd vote you off because you plugged the podcast? Yeah. No. I feel like you could work that to your advantage. Poor little podcaster. You, you couldn't say Clarence. You'd have to say, like, you were yeah. from, I don't know. But the streets. You you could say you're from my hometown, but, like, Niagara Falls. But like, man, don't you live in Clarence? No, Niagara Falls. From Compton. <laughs> or right just now. say, does the podcast in North Tonawanda? Yeah. Or Tonawanda. Are we Tonawanda or North Tonawanda? North Tonawanda. I, I don't know. In the western New York area. There's a lot of falling where <laughs> I'm from. <laughs> I come from a place that has definitely been in hard times. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Let's get to our hot seat questions. I feel like we're at that time. All right. I'm going to keep on the reality TV show, game show, whatever. Obviously, we'll take Survivor out of the equation. Um, let's take game shows out of the – because I'm still saying Survivor's a game show. But let's take game shows out of the equation. Okay. If you could be on any – reality TV show, and they've got like a ton of them now, what reality, even if the reality TV show doesn't exist anymore, like I'm not even sure, is Real World, do they still make episodes of that? I don't think so. So if you could be on any reality TV show, what would it be? I guess even if you, like, you could just, even if it's... Paradise more, Island. Is that? It's a spinoff of the uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette, and I would like to do it because it's like men and females together. And the best part about it is, I would cause so much drama. But does somebody like? Do you have to find a date? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, the whole point is like trying to find like true love, but that's it. So wait, so what is it like? Ten guys, ten girls, basically just on a desert island and their own personal spring break, just banging each other. Yeah. All right, fair enough. But I, but I, I do it to like really stir stuff up. You'd be the the shit disturber. Yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> you I see what see I left in your bed last night? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I could. Well, the Ultimate Fighter that would be a game show, wouldn't it? I mean, there's no, yeah, you can, uh, it's all right. I'd consider it. I'd, con, I'd count it for you. I'd either say the Ultimate Fighter or, you know that old, uh, the WWE one version of that, basically the Tough Enough? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be, if that's, uh, yeah. With Triple H. I think that would be hilarious, just because I figure you could really go over the top as you're, like, developing your quote-unquote wrestling character. Yep. I think that one would be hilarious. So I'm going to say tough enough. All right. I like that. That would be a good one with Triple H trying to whip you into shape. Yeah. Okay. I'd be the the average Joe wrestler. Okay. All right. So for game show, I'm thinking like not not the game shows we think now. I'm thinking like about like Pyramid and stuff like that. Old, Old school game yeah, shows? Yeah. Like which, park camp game shows? Yeah. So which one would you want to be on? I wanted to be on the uh, the one with the whammy. Oh, press your luck! Yeah, that would be fantastic. I'd want to be on that one, uh, just so see. I could be like, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. <laughs> stop! Oh, whammy! Wah, wah, wah. Um, let's see, what game show would I be on? Um, I don't want to say anything corny like Jeopardy or uh, Prices Right. Prices, Prices Right. Me, Wheel of love Fortune. me some Bob Barker. <laughs> the price is wrong. Um, 
Hmm. You know what? What? What is that? The hundred thousand dollar pyramid? Yeah, I thought that would be cool. Just especially if you have the right partner. Like, you <clears throat> sounds could... like sounds like cop. Oh, I can't say the word. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rhymes with oh no rhymes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that one though. That one, and they used. I don't know if they still do it, but they had the celebrity one where you would get oh, like yeah. a different. Ce- I feel like. If I had like a stupid celebrity after, like I would just lose it on TV. Be like, say something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I would think that would be fun. The thousand dollar, because then they had the ten thousand dollar pyramid, but then it bumped up to a hundred thousand yeah. dollar pyramid. Or you could always do the um, inflation. Now it's so only you, so the you want to be dollar pyramid. So you want to be the so you want to be a millionaire. Ooh, that'd be cool too. Where it asks you questions. Do, 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 do. That'd be cool. You know what? I'm gonna say that was two. I'm gonna say two a. That. If you got on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, <clears throat> which level would you stop at? Like, I know it's, isn't it if you get to like 16,000, or no, 32,000 is the one where you're quote unquote safe. Yeah. So obviously you'd gamble there, but like. 75. Is there one that's 75? Well, I would just stop at 75. Okay. Or no, I'm going to switch my answer to deal or no deal. All right. That'd be cool. <clears throat> I think anything above. I'd take that phone away and be like actually talk to the banker i think anything above 50 grand that's fair i'm not unless the board is like ridiculously like in your favor or whatever yeah i think anything above 50 grand i'm like i'm cool okay i i the one thing it's funny but it's also sad where you'll see those people where they get like an offer of like 180 200,000 because they still have the million in play yeah but everything else is like it's either 10. one it's either like one cent or a million yeah it's like you got one cent, ten dollars, a thousand dollars, a million dollars. Yeah, we're offering you two hundred and twenty thousand. You know, two hundred and twenty thousand is good money, but a million is life changing. <laughs> that million still, and you're again. sitting there like screaming at the TV, "Take the deal, yeah. push the button." Yeah, and then you see them the next pick. They get they wipe out the million dollars, and their offer goes down to like five bucks. Yeah, but that's American greed for you, right there. Dude, there'd be no. That's one thing my wife would, like, I wouldn't be, I'd be like, Larry, what are you going to do now that you, like, well, my marriage is over because my wife's going to throw me out of the house for giving up 220000 <clears throat> But, no, that, I, any of those game shows, I'd be like, give me a, give me 50 and I'm, I'm, I'm give good. Me, give me a cold 50 mil. Give me a cold, <laughs> for, for 50, 50 give me cold yeah, give me a cold 50, 50 mil, mil yeah. and you won't ever see me again. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So that was two A. So question number three. I'm gonna kind of go with the same thing. Who would you call? Because some of those games like offer you like a oh, reach out. your, your yeah. lifeline. Who or would whatever? you who would who would you trust to be your lifeline? <sighs> I don't like. I I'm gonna choose Matt Johnson as my lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's uh, bull, dude. <laughs> If it's football, yeah. If it's football or about podcasting or just sports in general. Hold up. You, you think there's that, that's all there is to me? I was going to say. Football? Matt, Matt Johnson is a deep individual. I can put you to sleep on right now. <laughs> and wrestling, all right? There, there's three. Or the Karate Kid stuff. Um, as a lifeline? Yeah. I guess, it, well, don't you, before you choose your lifeline, do you get to know what the question is? Yeah. Okay. Depending on what the question is, I guess would I don't know. Do I you p- do you only get to You only pick one. No, I know, but 
do you give them a list of like possible lifelines or do they know. just I, I don't know how it works. Listen. Yeah. That's what I mean. I figured okay. that, Um listen, so I don't get in trouble. I'm gonna say I would choose my wife as my <laughs> lifeline. So Vicky, you are my lifeline. Aww. <laughs> you just missed out on some big money, bro. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'd pick my dad or or Steve, but I'd probably pick Steve. If I picked my dad, he'd probably just I'd do it because I'd pick like I'd call him and be like, "Hey, Dad, you're on. I don't know who wants to be a millionaire." And he'd be like, "Uh, what? Yeah, because you only get like thirty seconds <laughs> yeah. to like read the question and this. Did you see the Sabers game last night, Dad? Not now. <laughs> I need to ask you a question. Oh, Here, uh, here's the question, Dad. What's the who won the war of eighteen twelve? Well, hold on. I got to go uh, to the bathroom. <laughs> can I tell you later? I'm, I'm trying to look it up on the Google machine. Can I tell you? Uh, can I tell you later, Matt? I'm, on a conf- I'm about to have a conference call with the church elders. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Can't> Dad. <add. laughs> While you're on that call, pray for that. Pray for me because I'm going to need it. <laughs> Matt, that lifeline didn't seem to give you a lot of help. Welcome to my life. Nope. Nope. Regis. No, it didn't. We should go to Denny's later, and there's free marketing for Denny's. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you now you owe us ten thousand dollars for that plug from Denny's. All right, question number four. Yeah, question number four. Um, I feel like we're on like a reality TV show theme or whatever. Um, what would be the name? And Matt, feel free to answer this one too if you want. What would be the name of your reality TV show if they did a reality TV show about you? Oh, I thought we were talking about game shows because I had a really good game. Or show a game one. show? We'll, we'll go. We'll throw in game show there too. What is in my hand? <laughs> All right, Matt. Let remember, me remember, an hour and seventeen in. <laughs> no, let me clarify. Not in a dirty way. Please do. do Please you, do. Do you remember the game? I don't know if you do. There's a game. What's what the next one? You smell my finger? <laughs> is that going to be the, your next game show idea? No. Do you remember the game? It's a board game. It's called Feely Mealy. <laughs> this will be the last episode of Stories from it's the Sidelines. We're going off the. It's the a heck? box and four sides. Each side has a has a hole cut out of it and black felt around it, and you put your hand in there, and then you have to flip a card. And then you have to like feel around to try to feel it. Like so, if it's like a frog, you have to feel around in a box without seeing it. I, I I'm not kidding. It's a game. I grew up in Niagara Falls. We we did not play feely mealy. We did not play what's in my hand. We played we played good games like Clue. <laughs> <laughs> like, it came out of the 70s. Guess who? Tic-tac-toe. It, it came out of the 70s. Look. It's a real game. It is. So it's vi- six, 1967. So. 1967 Milton Bradley Feely Mealy. I have this game at my house. It was came out in 1967, discontinued in the fall of 1967. So that would be the game. Obviously, I can't call it feeling me. Like, I guess I could find something better to call it, but like, what am I like? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, it's you get your mind out of the gutter. You <laughs> tweaked out people. 
It's a fun game. Screw I'm sticking to it. All right. So we got Feely Maddie over there. <laughs> <laughs> Touchy Feely. <laughs> what the hell was the question anymore? I don't, I don't even know what the question is. the reality TV or game show? <laughs> Y'all twisted. You know what mine's going to be called? Mine's going to be called When Naming That Game Show <laughs> Goes say, Wrong. I say no. When Feely Mealy Goes Wrong. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my reality show. Oh, it's... Dude. I have no idea. <laughs> Let's just get out of the question five. You're, you're sick, man. Question question four was ruined. Question five. It's, it's a legit <laughs> game. Look it up. All right, touchy-feely. I showed you a picture. All right. <laughs> Dude, guess what? I'm also gonna be on Survivor. Yeah, our, our Matt is a a pre quarterfinalist for Survivor. Yeah, thank you. That's how we started. Talking That's how we started talking about uh, reality TV shows and game shows, and ultimately feely mealy. All right. <laughs> oh, when you listen to this podcast, you'll understand what I'm gonna do. Oh, uh, it's gonna be a good one to edit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will definitely enjoy it. I promise you that. Question. I was gonna say, <laughs> our twos are going up. Question five. Matt, feely Matt over there. What's what's question five? Um, how about who is your favorite like game show host from Ooh. any any decade? Um, that's a good one. I like Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is solid from from Family Feud. Steve Harvey is solid. Although I always liked Ray Holmes. Okay, he was he was way back from Family Feud, but Ray, uh, he's solid. Um, who? Uh, yeah, I think he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was solid for a while. <laughs> he was solid until he was not anymore. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Chuck Woolery. <laughs> okay. Chuck Woolery. I think he's doing, like, lingo now or something. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. There's, like, another new game that show out there about Wordle. Wordle? Do you remember Wordle? Yeah. It's, it's like, a game show now. Same oh, okay. premise. I was going to say, it's got to be the same premise as lingo then, yeah. basically. All right. This episode was brought to you by Feely Mealy. <laughs> Vintage... Box sets go for a hundred dollars. All right, Jeez. I got nothing to say about that. Y'all, y'all are freaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this. All right, we're gonna wrap things up there as Matt is walking out in disgust. Uh, make sure you check us out on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page, at Stories from the Sidelines. And again, if you want to be a future guest on our show and talk about your favorite board games like Feely Mealy, (laughs) make sure you drop us a line and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines.